Life Audio. Hi, friends. Welcome to Breathe, the Stress Less Podcast. I'm Bonnie Gray, your friend and soul care guide. I'm so happy that you're here. This is a time that's just for you to relax. Pause and breathe in a loving promise from God in scripture, and I'll share a simple soul care tip something loving you can do to calm and restore God's peace in your emotions and your body. I am the author of Breathe 21 Days to Stress Less and Transform Chaos to Calm. You have made it the number one audiobook. When it released earlier this summer, as well as the number one Kindle, I want to thank you for your support of this ministry. Pick up a copy of this book if you're looking to restore God's peace and just stress less. You're going to get a scripture to help you do breath prayers to lower the stress in your body, and you'll also get a practical soul care tip that's based on science, and it's what's inspired this podcast and I'm sharing with you in 21 days did you know that your brain and your body and your emotions can break bad habits that cause us to stress and be filled with anxiety so I love sharing this book and I love when I feel that it's speaking to you it's lifting your spirits thank you for leaving reviews you can hear how readers have been blessed on Amazon and it's just my life mission because it's my heart to share with you what has helped me to heal on my journey from healing anxiety and panic attacks and even feelings of depression. And these are things that God intimately understands because he knows our journey as humans is fraught with challenges. And he wants to restore the peace and the love that we pour out as we just go through our different journeys. So stop by my special quiz that will help you to assess what area of wellness you need the most. It's at soulcarequiz.com. It's a wonderful way for you to be reminded that even though you can accomplish a lot, you are wonderful pouring out to others to encourage others, take care of those you love. God's first mission field His priority is you, your heart, your wellness. Well, today, the question I have for you is, how can you help restore your faith during times you feel discouraged? What are some of the best practices you turn to when you're feeling down and you're feeling discouraged? And it's a wonderful question because we find that one, first of all, we're not alone and there are things that God wants us to do, take action so that we can refill our faith. In your quiet moments, you may wonder if your joy is worth prioritizing, your peace is worth prioritizing. And it's so hard to stop when you may be overwhelmed with circumstances where you just got to take care of so many different issues that may be on your path. But today we're going to find it so important to rest. And what does it mean to rest? 
because rest is very key component of feeling encouraged again. When we are discouraged, we need to look at God's invitation to rest. And so you're going to learn four different ways that you can encourage your heart, your spirit, your mind, your emotions, and we're going to learn right from scripture. So let me just first ask you, friend, what is discouraging you today or this week? It's good for us to bring them out in the open so we don't have to carry that burden on our own. We're going to hear from a word from our sponsor, and I'll be joining you right back as we enjoy a virtual cup of coffee together. Or if you're a tea lover, your virtual cup of tea as we just pause and refresh our spirits together in God's Word, inspired by Scripture and science. Well, good day to you. It's Joel with Viking King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Well, one of the first ways I know that I'm feeling discouraged is when I don't feel like praying or I just don't even know how to ask God for help. What are some of the first signs to you that you are feeling discouraged? Sometimes God just feels far away and you don't even know how you want to proceed So it's kind of a catch-22. One, we're kind of feeling stuck. We don't know what to do. But at the same time, we're feeling discouraged and we don't even know what to talk to God about and ask Him for help. And life is complicated. You know, even though we can all Google, type in a question, Google tells us the answers right away. You know, we often forget that life, real life, is an unfolding journey without easy answers. It's almost like we have to take steps forward in order to learn from our experiences and allow God to guide our steps. God can't guide our steps if we just stay stuck where we are, right? God wants us to walk by faith. Scripture tells us we are to walk as children of light and that God's word is a lamp on our feet. So God's word and being able to just breathe in his promises is so key to helping us to find hope when we feel discouraged. We look at our everyday lives and we can feel overwhelmed, right? Those dilemmas, conflicting desires, and it's easy to get discouraged. We can feel soul stressed. And ironically, when we're most stressed, we often deprive ourselves of what we need most, God's goodness. We often burn out ourselves trying to serve God rather than taking care of ourselves. The way God created us, we were meant to be cared for in the times where stress. God wants to care for us. Somehow we've learned we don't deserve rest until we solved our problems or are no longer struggling. I feel like, okay, I'll rest later after I've solved this problem I'm trying to get through, and then I'll rest. But it's an opposite, friend. We need God's TLC, his tender love and care first, 
And then our weight can be lifted and we can get through the hard times easier. And TLC is what God gave Elijah to resuscitate his soul after his spirit was broken. We need to choose rest. And so we're going to take a look at Elijah and find the four areas, four ways we can rest. And I just want to ask you as you're allowing this story, the Holy Spirit to touch your heart, to encourage your heart, which area of rest is he touching on your heart? For those of you who have been following me, I've been seeking God's guidance on what he would want me to do after I have released the book, Breathe. And so you have heard that I've taken a break during the summer, and it's been a wonderful opportunity to just rest and just ask God how he would like to inspire me to serve the people in this community. And I'm going to share, after I share these four different areas of rest, how God's been guiding me to be inspired to teach you how to study the scriptures to hear God personally in your life. It's been a little seed, but I feel like God's really been watering it. And this passage here has been very key, going back to the scriptures that have really inspired me. So even though Elijah did everything he knew to do, he defeated the prophets of Baal. His problems did not go away. He was battling all the prophets and he was able to send fire from heaven. Elijah served the one true God before the whole city, and yet his spirit was broken. He felt so demoralized. Instead of his problems improving or getting solved after he won this great battle, Elijah had a hit on his life. Jezebel had a contract to get him killed. Now listen to Elijah in 1 Kings 19.4. It is enough, Lord, take my life. I am no better than my father's. In other words, he's saying, God, I just can't take it anymore. Nothing has improved the situation. I tried to solve it and things are even worse now. Things never change for me. That's kind of my, you know, re-summarization of how he felt and interpretation when he says, I'm no better than my father's. It's kind of saying things just haven't changed. Are you feeling this way in a particular area that you are facing? That, God, how come things are not getting better? So Elijah ran away. He didn't want to see anyone or do anything anymore. He felt demoralized and done. And then he fell asleep. Yet let's look at God's response. God did not leave him or lecture him. God did not move on to use somebody else. God loved Elijah deeper and drew him closer. In that place of despair, Elijah woke up to find fresh bread baking on hot stones and water that God left just for him. Warm bread, water poured into a jar, beautiful care expressed through handmade touches. Not only that, God sent an angel to touch him. But Elijah was so exhausted that one touch wasn't enough. God sent the angel a second time to touch him again. So when you find that it's hard to pray, or you're feeling God is far away, or you just don't know what to do, don't be afraid. You are standing at the very cusp of who God longs to connect with. 
the real you. God will not leave you. God will not turn away from you. God will not move on to choose somebody else. He will stay with you. He will take care of you. Your heart needs God's intimate touch. So take time to rest and be his beloved. When we give our bodies the rest and the break it longs for, we give God a chance to whisper to us what the angel said to Elijah that day. Arise and eat, for the journey is too great for you. 1 Kings 19.7 Notice that the angel did not say, Arise and work harder. Instead, he said, Arise and eat. The journey is too great. These are the whispers Elijah needed to hear in order for his soul to start mending. And these are the same words of love and compassion that are meant for you today as well, friend. God invites you to stop and rest to sustain you for the journey. It was only after resting and physically unplugging that Elijah found the strength to go on. Not to return to work again, but after this time where he was fed with warm bread and drinking water and just sleeping, he was asked, invited to walk 40 days and 40 nights to call into a cave on the mountain of Horeb. You know, sometimes the bravest thing we can do is admit that we are tired and discouraged. We need to physically get away and face how we really feel about things, to do some soul searching, and to reassess what we are doing and why we are doing them. Far away from life as he knew it, Elijah was able to meet God up close on that mountain, not in the earthquake that shifted the ground, not in the magnificent fire everyone could see. God came to Elijah in a whisper, through the kiss of a gentle breeze. First King 19.12 says, After the earthquake came a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire came a gentle whisper. What is God longing to whisper to you? You'll be able to hear that gentle whisper when you take time for rest, for TLC first. And here are the four areas where we are invited to rest just like Elijah. The first is physical touch. The angel touched him twice. And in scripture, when we study scripture, when something is repeated, it's a neon highlighter for us to draw us in. It's important to God. So we see that he, he was touched twice. So what is the physical touch you need? Is that the TLC you need the most? Physical rest? Maybe sleeping better or eating better? Physical rest. Space to unplug and get away. Is it emotional rest? It's safety to be honest and understood. You notice Elijah was very honest. He said, just take my life. I'm so discouraged. Is that where you're at? This emotional rest that you need, emotional safety? Or is it third, spiritual encouragement, soul-searching guidance and direction? Maybe you're needing this spiritual encouragement from God as you're making decisions. And you're needing affirmation that God is with you. You want to hear from God. You need spiritual encouragement. 
Or could it be social rest where you're needing to be understood and you need somebody there for you? Now, in this case, it was an angel. But it's so interesting because other places in the Bible, we know that God appears to people in visions. But in this particular instance, we see that God knew Elijah needed somebody to be with him and to physically touch him and to speak to him and to say, the journey is too great for you. It's like that social connection of voice that can speak words to you. Is that what you're longing for? Maybe perhaps loneliness. And loneliness doesn't mean that you're all alone. We can have many different people in our social circles, but yet we don't feel like there's somebody that can really listen to us and understand and say the words of encouragement that we need. Which of these four areas? Spiritual rest, emotional rest, physical rest, or social rest. And remember, rest doesn't mean the absence of activity. It's saying you need that refreshment. You need something to fill your tank. (laughs) So this is a very important aha moment is that we find in scripture, God doesn't view rest as the absence of activity. It means he wants us to get refilled and restored. So it's a good time for me to also remind you to take that soul care quiz because these are the four areas where we can find out where we're missing the most that God wants to replenish. So I just want to share that, you know, this quiz that I put together, it's from my own journey. And this passage was a really key part of giving me that permission from God to say, this is spiritual. This is not just what we might find in our culture as, you know, me time, but that taking care of ourselves isn't selfish. It's actually spiritual. Look at Elijah. He's a prophet, God's almighty servant. And yet God knows in order for him to be refreshed and to be inspired and refilled to continue to share what God is putting on his heart to bless others and to serve him, Elijah really needed this. And 40 days and 40 nights, that journey he took to come to the mountain of Horeb, 40 days represents in scripture, a time of transformation. Jesus was tempted in the wilderness for 40 days. The ark was in the storm for 40 days. It signifies, as we see here, Elijah himself was there for 40 days on this journey. It's a significant time that represents transformation. And so we all need those seasons of transformation. So it kind of leads me to encourage you, encourage you because studies show that when we take time, we take those breaks, our brain, according to science, can relax and it can move us out of that stress mode, the cortisol mode. And when we take breaks, it helps our bodies It sends a signal to our bodies to turn on the rest response. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. 
the Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org slash impact. And that's where we're brought to the breath prayer for this week. And today, when we focus on our breath, our body is able to return to the present. It helps signal to our body that we can breathe. We don't have to hold our breath and we're not in some kind of stress mode that turns our body into this survival mode. So simply taking a breath, breathing in through our nose, our nostrils, and then exhaling through our mouths like we're blowing out candles. This helps signal to our bodies to rest. So we're going to practice our breath prayer because as believers, we breathe in God's word from scripture. And it's a wonderful way to return to being present with God, to remind ourselves God is with us. So today I want to choose a wonderful promise. It's really been inspiring me. It's Isaiah 41.10. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Our breath bird today, we're going to do something different. Usually I just focus on two phrases to breathe in and breathe out. And today there's another practice I do where you can turn a promise and put it in first person as a personal prayer. I want you to breathe in and breathe out as I read each phrase in first person. And I use this practice when I am wanting this personal prayer as a breath prayer throughout the day whenever I feel stressed. And it returns me back to a place of safety in God's promise. So choose the phrase that you feel speaks to you the most to bring into your day. But I'm going to read each phrase in this beautiful promise of Scripture. Breathe in, I will not fear. Breathe out. I will not be dismayed. Breathe in, for you are my God. Breathe out, you will strengthen me. Inhale, you will help me. Exhale, you will hold me up with your right hand. So the phrase I'm choosing for today is, I will not fear. Inhale. Exhale, I will not be dismayed. What phrase speaks to you? Bring that into your breath and bring that into your day. For God loves you and he invites you to rest. For you are worthy of rest. Well, dear friend, I want to invite you to join me this fall. I've received a confirmation from God to start a how to study the Bible, to hear God personally, I've received a confirmation. For those of you who have been following me, I realized that the seed God planted, he confirmed because as I went back to this passage in Elijah, I noticed after this time of rest and transformation, God invited him to then go back to where he came to then choose the person that would follow him, which is Elisha, and to share with him everything he learned and so that's how I feel compelled to share with you everything I learned during my journey 
to heal from anxiety and stress. And one of the key ways is to know how to read the scripture and study the scriptures, to hear God personally. And I want to share that with you in a how to study the Bible course. So as I now prepare for that course, I invite you to sign up for my newsletter and you can be the first to hear about this. How to study the Bible to hear God personally in your life. So go ahead and sign up at thebonniegray.com slash subscribe. Again, that's thebonniegray.com slash subscribe. You'll subscribe to my newsletter and then you'll be able to be the first to hear about sign up for this class. I'm going to begin in the fall. Thank you for your support of my ministry. I've enjoyed taking this break from writing and responsibilities for any type of obligation I have as a writer so that I can just do the thing I've invited you to do, which is rest. And in that time of rest, I felt so inspired with this passage and God just sprinkling seeds of inspiration to now teach you and pass on how I've learned to hear God in scripture. I'm so excited. So I will see you next time. It's been wonderful to see your reviews on the podcast. Thank you for putting a rating. I appreciate your support in this ministry. It just keeps me going to know that what I'm sharing encourages your heart. And remember, you're loved and you're cherished. Just rest. I'll see you next time. Breathe, the Stress Less Podcast is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. I'm Don Hawkins, inviting you to be encouraged with my weekly podcast, Encouragement for You. To subscribe, go to lifeaudio.com.